Hello and welcome, Tessa here from Green Angel News, where uh, we update you on all the great new advances going on in the world regarding positive um, improvements for environmentalism and sustainability. If you want to um, boost your own sustainable lifestyle, head over to Green Angel Co. and our starter packs can, sustainable living starter packs can help you out with doing just that. So our top three sustainable news advances of the week are one, that investors our inventors are using mycelium to create compostable versions of everyday products. Now, this is really awesome because there these mycelium is basically a fungi that can be an alternative to uh, man-made materials that are right now taking thousands of years to degrade, while this is just a natural fungi that can replace a lot of these products. And it basically all comes down to their root structure that allows them to right now uh, replace three very unsustainable um, man-made materials. The first major one is packaging. So the molds are filled with... Um, agricultural waste. So these packagings are basically made in molds that are filled with agricultural waste and then treated with mycelium. And these um, are packagings that can actually re uh, replace polyestrine. And they go back into the earth and decompose within 30 to 40 days. Now this is a big difference compared to the thousands of years some other uh, packaging materials use to decompose. And even though this is still in the beginning process and it's been very effective so far, it still has some scaling issues on a big scale that might cause some issues, yet this is definitely being looked into further. Um, the next great way that this mycelium and this fungi, it's basically a mushroom, can be used is in the creation of coffins. Now these coffins where we put our bodies in after we die, they take a very very long time to decompose and while doing so they also highly pollute the soils in them. And um, basically uh, these, if you have mycelium coffins, you allow new you allow new life to flourish instead of polluting the soil. So it also decomposes the body faster and composes the box with it. So it's basically another natural body around your own body. So this is a really really great alternative for our current uses. However, it is still quite expensive, ranging around ten thousand pounds per box yet hopefully this can price can decrease as it becomes more widely used now the third use for insulate for um, these this fungi to replace man-made materials is for insulation in houses this fungi has actually been proven to be a really really great insulation for houses um, as it is ideal for keeping heat in um, the little hairs uh, within the fungi roots basically trap air bubbles and which allows it to be used as an effective insulator. It uh, not only 
traps is in traps heat but it can also be really good at um, ensuring properties are safe and um, fire and water resistance yet of course many houses they keep trying to keep fungi out of their house so convincing architects and property investors that um, putting this fungi into their houses as insulation even though it might be effective might still take a little while of convincing so, moving on to the second new point, um, that last article was from BBC, by the way, and the second one, it's going to be um, the second new point, is that um, a Californian city has banned the construction of all new petrol stations. Now, this is very, very good news. This little city in California called Pataluna, which covers less than 15 square miles, still has 16 gas stations bef by, before the time this law was set in place. Now, they think this is way too much, and they also think that right now we live in an economy economy that um, we have no need anymore for these gas stations and for fossil fuels because we have enough resources and materials to actually go more green and clean. So they have not only set a limit, but they also said that um, these existing gas stations, they can no longer expand. They can, And if they do want to expand, it has to be on electric um, or hydroelectric fuel uh, resources, but they cannot expand on um, uh, fuel. And if one of those gas stations go out of business, a new one cannot replace them. So it's basically kind of a law trying to remove all gas stations from the area. And um, one of the main reasons, of course, is that we want to go towards this clean economy. And it's also because there is a big problem that just these underground gas tanks, they are really bad. So under gas stations, there are big, massive gas tanks and they can leak. And this can leak into the soil, making the land around it very, very unhealthy and very expensive to uh, make fresh for agriculture for anything else again it's very hard to get that um, soil back to its original state so um, this is a really really good project and one that has taken two years in process of making yet now it's finally been um, gone through and uh, this is basically part of a um, safe against fossil fuel expansion city act that has been taken place and basically if this ban goes well and with other um, lawsuits going into place right now um, this ban can become a nationwide uh, idea in the US and that is what they're working towards now which would be a very very positive sign for uh, the future of our clean energy economy of course there is still a lot a lot a lot of process and things to happen until we reach that point knowing the state of the US is very oil dependent but it's a really good step in the right direction so the last article and the last piece of good news, a good green news, is basically from The Guardian. And it says, tells us how the world's smallest wild cow was saved from extinction. Um, 
it had a reintroduction program of this uh, small wild cow in Amman, India. It is still endangered yet now due to this reintroduction program where they have um, captured breeding programs and then slowly reintroduce them into the wildlife after and track their progress and track that they continue to breed has actually given them a greater chance of survival. So this animal is basically a brown sparse-haired um, little animal basically the size of a cat and it's the smallest wild pig in the world um there were only 300 left once and and before many years ago they used to actually thrive in the sub himalayas in nepal yet due to the cleaning of land due to agriculture and other human activities these animals are just not able to adapt to these changes of their natural environment and therefore were indeed nearly extinct in the 1960s they actually thought uh, this animal wasn't extinct until it was refounded in um, the 70s and in the 90s they started a um, reintroduction program of this animal at the Dural Wildlife Conservation Trust. So the Dural Wildlife Conservation Trust, also known for bringing back the Rodriguez fruit bat and the Madagascar teal from extinction, are basically doing really great things to set up this captive breeding program. And they um, were able to introduce their first batch into the wild in 2008 and have been um, reintroducing at around 15 new animals into the um, wild ever since and I've been trying to track them even though hard to do because they're quite shy animals by um, following footprints and um, following and tracking where they um, put them in the wild to actually check and see that they are continuing to breed and thrive again in the wild and um their hope and their goal is that by 2025 the entire ecosystem of this animal will be restored so that is it for today for the three best weekly good green news um contents here at green angel co if you would like to have more information it's a weekly podcast uh, sign up for it and listen to more to come on a weekly basis bye bye